Hello and welcome to episode 136 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Proud to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton, and we are recording on Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. Let us begin with the Fatima Center's Novena Prayer for the Proper Consecration of Russia, which is being said between March 17th and March 25th. 2022. Oremos. En Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. The Fatima Center urges everyone to unite in prayer and penance for a nine-day novena to include the rosary and this novena prayer for the intention of a proper consecration of Russia according to the precise instructions laid out by Our Lady of Fatima. Praises to Our Lady. Hail Mary, beloved daughter of the Eternal Father. Hail Mary, admirable mother of the Son. Hail Mary, faithful spouse of the Holy Ghost. Hail Mary, my dear mother, my loving mistress, my powerful sovereign. Hail my joy, my glory, my heart, and my soul. Prayer of personal consecration. Immaculate heart of Mary, full of love for God and of compassion for sinners, I consecrate myself entirely to thee. I entrust to thee the salvation of souls. May my heart be ever united with thine, so that I may hate sin, love God and my neighbor, and reach eternal life together with those whom I love. Prayer Request, Novena Intention Mediatrix of all graces and Mother of mercy, remember the infinite treasure which thy divine Son has merited by his sufferings, and which he has confided to thee for us, thy children, filled with confidence in thy maternal heart, which we venerate and love. We come to thee with our pressing needs. Through the merits of thy most sorrowful and immaculate heart, and for the honor of the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the salvation of many souls, inspire the Pope, in union with all the Catholic bishops of the world, to consecrate Russia to thine Immaculate Heart, as thou didst request at Fatima. Pater Noster, quies in celis, sanctificator nomen tuam, adveniat regnum tuam, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra. Panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, Sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et nenos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus, Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, Sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. All right, let's get to it. The text has been released for the consecration prayer on Friday. And of course, there's been a great deal of analysis that's come out. I just finished watching Dr. Taylor Marshall and Matt Gasper's program on Dr. Marshall's YouTube channel. I highly recommend you checking that out. I'm going to be taking a look at the LifeSite News article, which was published just a couple of hours ago, 4.25 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, entitled, Pope Francis's Consecration of Russia, quote, does contain the necessary elements. So let's check it out. Vatican City. The Vatican released the wording of Pope Francis's Consecration of Russia and Ukraine, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. 
While the prayer avoids mentioning either Our Lady of Fatima or communism, it refers to Russia by name, along with humanity, and has been described as containing the necessary elements. The text was revealed by Father John Stone and then the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis before being shared by Vatican journalist Diane Montaigne. It refers to a consecration and entrustment of, quote, the Church and all humanity, especially Russia and Ukraine, end quote. The key sentence reads, quote, Therefore, Mother of God and our Mother, to your Immaculate Heart we solemnly entrust and consecrate ourselves, the Church and all humanity, especially Russia and Ukraine, end quote. While the Ukrainian bishops had asked the Pope to perform the act of consecration to the sacred Immaculate Heart of Mary, of Ukraine and Russia as requested by the Blessed Virgin in Fatima, the text of the prayer appears to be somewhat more vague than this, not mentioning Fatima or the errors of Russia, although still containing the key components necessary. The text mirrors that used by Pope John Paul II in 1984, when he made an entrustment of the world to the Immaculate Heart, although he did not name Russia specifically. The Polish Pope's prayer reads, A special way we entrust and consecrate to you those individuals and nations which particularly need to be thus entrusted and consecrated. That action was originally deemed by Sister Lucia to have not fulfilled the conditions set out by Our Lady. Pope Francis' consecration text is an improvement on his predecessors and does indeed mention Russia by name, as well as using the term consecrate. In his accompanying letter, Pope Francis explained how also accepting numerous requests from the people of God, he wishes to entrust in a way special to the Madonna, the nations in conflict. Here's his letter. It says, Dear Brother, Nearly a month has passed since the outbreak of the war in Ukraine that is daily inflicting immense suffering upon its sorely tried people. I don't know if that's supposed to say tired. It might be a typo. People and threatening world peace. At this dark hour, the church is urgently called to intercede before the Prince of Peace and to demonstrate her closeness to those directly affected by the conflict. I am grateful to the many people who have responded with great generosity to my appeals for prayer, fasting, and charity. Now, also in response to numerous requests by the people of God, I wish in a special way to entrust the nations at war to the Blessed Virgin Mary. As I announced yesterday at the conclusion of the Angelus Prayer on 25 March, the Solemnity of the Annunciation, I intend to carry out a solemn act of consecration of humanity and Russia and Ukraine in particular to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, since it is fitting that we should invoke peace with hearts renewed by God's forgiveness. The act of consecration will take place in the context of a celebration of penance to be held in St. Peter's Basilica at 5 p.m. Rome time. The act itself will take place about 6.30 p.m. This act of consecration is meant to be a gesture of the Universal Church, which in this dramatic moment lifts up to God, through his mother and ours, the cry of pain of all those who suffer and implore an end to the violence and to entrust the future of our human family to the Queen of Peace. I ask you to join in this act by inviting the priests, religious, and faithful to assemble in their churches and places of prayer on 25 March so that God's people may raise a heartfelt and choral plea to Mary, our mother. I am sending you the text of the prayer of consecration so that all of us can recite it throughout that day in fraternal union. I thank you for the attention you will give to this request and for your ready cooperation. With great affection, 
I bless you and the faithful entrusted to your pastoral care. May Jesus protect you and the Holy Virgin watch over you. I ask you please also to pray for me fraternally, Francis, from St. John Lateran, 21 March, 2022. The consecration is a gesture of the universal church, writes the pontiff, which in this dramatic moment lifts up to God, through his mother and ours, the cry of pain of those who suffer and implore an end to violence, and to entrust the future the future to humanity, the future of humanity to the Queen of Peace. That was another typo. Therefore, I invite you to join in this act by summoning religious priests to the people of God. Welcomed by Catholics as fulfilling Our Lady's request. The consecration prayer has been met with praise by Catholics who have welcomed the specific mention of Russia in stark contrast to John Paul II's 1984 prayer. With the Holy See Press Office having already confirmed that Pope Francis had indeed asked, although not ordered, the bishops of the world to join him in making the consecration, Naming Russia in the prayer itself was the aspect of Our Lady's request that was unknown before today. Fatima expert, lawyer, and author John Salza, who has penned two books on Fatima, told LifeSite News that the text of the consecration does contain the necessary elements. Salza noted, Russia and Ukraine are given preeminent importance due to the word especially. Heaven did not provide the actual consecration formula and did not impose any negative conditions to my knowledge meaning not to add other objects to the consecration. We have been conditioned to react negatively to anything Pope Francis does, and understandably so. Perhaps this is God's way of humbling the church's enemies, who are now mocking Francis for this formula. He added, This formula is not what I proposed in my own recommendation to Vatican sources, but it does contain the necessary elements. Of course, all the bishops must also participate. Meanwhile, UK author and commentator Deacon Nick Donnelly also welcomed the prayer, calling it a relief to see the prayer in its current format. After the inexplicable failure of previous popes to meet the simple conditions set out by Our Lady for the consecration of Russia to her Immaculate Heart, it is a relief to see that Pope Francis' prayer intends to be an act of solemn consecration and mentions Russia twice, he told LifeSite News. My only regret is that the prayer of consecration has not been composed with the childlike simplicity that is the hallmark of Fatima and the messages of Our Lady. Why did Pope Francis think it appropriate to force his own personality and political preoccupations onto this long-awaited response to God's request? What is necessary is childlike obedience, not political agendas, Deacon Donnelly closed. We can hope for the best. Christopher Ferrara, lawyer with the Thomas More Society, and Fatima author provided lengthy commentary to LifeSite News on the consecration, noting that it does meet the requirements but expressing misgivings about its content nonetheless. Predictably enough, the previously announced consecration of Russia and Ukraine was watered down to an entrustment and consecration of ourselves, the Church, and all humanity, especially Russia and Ukraine. Russia is thus not the sole object of the consecration, nor, quite shamefully, is there any mention of the message of Fatima, the very source of the heavenly imperative of the consecration, he noted. To that extent, the now nearly century-long farce continues. Pope after Pope after Pope, and ceremony after ceremony after ceremony, has somehow managed to avoid the simple act of consecrating Russia by name to the Immaculate Heart in unison with the world's bishops, as Our Lady of Fatima requested. 
Pope John Paul II alone conducted three entrustment ceremonies, 1982, 1984, and 2000, in which any specific mention of Russia was assiduously avoided and there was no organized worldwide Episcopal participation. Only Pius XII mentioned the peoples of Russia, but then only in a papal bull issued in 1952, not a public ceremony in union with the Catholic Episcopate. However, Farrar was hopeful that Pope Francis' text was sufficient. Yet, with this latest attempt at a consecration of Russia, there is reason for optimism, he said. Barring any further meddling by modernist papal advisors, the published text, which is being communicated to the World Episcopate with an invitation to invoke it at the appointed time, will finally link the words consecrate and Russia in a public declaration by the Pope who will recite the operative words in union with as many of the world's bishops who join him on Friday. He observed how the repeated references to Mary as the mother of God, her immaculate heart, and her divinely appointed roles as the mother of all humanity, and no less than the queen of heaven, are sure to provoke the ire of Protestants and liberal Catholics alike. No less dramatic is the ecumenically intolerable reference to Mary's intercession as the means by which God's mercy be poured out on the earth. When all is said and done, Ferrara continued, if the ceremony on Friday proceeds as planned, Russia will at least be named as an object, if not the object, of a papal consecration to the Immaculate Heart, a radically unecumenical act to be joined, one supposes, by a substantial number of the world's bishops. It seems to me that we can hope for the best, given that for the first time since Our Lady appeared to Sister Lucia Tui, Spain, in 1929, to request the consecration of Russia by the Pope and the world's bishops, precisely that is about to happen, albeit amidst a verbal jumble of other objects of the ceremony. We can only wait and see. Time of trial, but no mention of errors of Russia or communism. The consecration text opens by referring to this time of trial and how we have strayed from that path of peace. While mentioning the suppression of innocent lives, the stockpiling of weapons, and how we have ravaged the garden of the earth with war, the text completely avoids mentioning the errors of Russia or those of communism. The people of Ukraine and Russia, who venerate you with great love, now turn to you, even as your heart beats with compassion for them, and for all those peoples decimated by war, hunger, injustice, and poverty, the prayer reads. Referring to Mary's fiat at the Annunciation, the prayer asks that war may end and peace spread throughout the world. We trust that through your heart, peace will dawn once more. To you, we consecrate the future of the whole human family, the needs and expectations of every people, the anxieties and hopes of the world. Making a veiled reference to the period of peace promised by Our Lady of Fatima, the text continues, through your intercession, may God's mercy be poured out on the earth and the gentle rhythm of peace return to mark our days. Bishops around the world are now urged by the Pope to respond to his invitation and to join him in making the consecration of Russia and Ukraine on March 25. That ends the article. I'm very hopeful, my friends. You know, the all of the elements are there. The Pope, all the bishops of the world, are being invited to participate in this. And, you know, bishops who are of, let's say, a more traditional bent believe, rightly, in my estimation, that the consecration to the Blessed Mother's Immaculate Heart 
by the Pope and all the Catholic bishops of the world has not happened yet. So they'll be on board. And some bishops who might be of a more uh, liberal bent, let's say, a more modernist persuasion, will jump at the chance to do whatever Pope Francis asks of them. So I think, uh, I hope, I pray, every able-bodied bishop on earth is going to be in on this. So we have the Pope, all the bishops of the world, Russia is being mentioned as part of a consecration, and most importantly, it's to the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Mother. So we certainly have reasons to be very hopeful. I think this is a better attempt at a consecration than any that has happened since the formal request came about on June 13th, 1929. And let's just continue to pray our rosaries and continue to ask God to shower his mercy down into our hearts. And we will hope for the best. Let us conclude by offering up a prayer to honor Our Lady of Fatima and a prayer to honor St. Joseph, the Terror of Demons. Oremos. In nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostrae. Amen. Memorare de St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness hear and answer me. Amen. Virgo potens, ora pro nobis. Sancti Joseph, terra daimonem, ora pro nobis. In nomine Patris, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 136 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Please share this podcast with everyone you know. Share the love of our Lord, Our Lady, and St. Joseph with everyone you know. The Holy Family is our example for what our own family should be like. Pray the rosary every day. Share the rosary with your family and friends. Pray with them. The rosary is so important. Let's continue to pray our rosaries every day. Let's continue to hope for the proper consecration on Friday according to our sweet, perfect Mother Mary's wishes. Goodbye, and God love you.